Welcome to the, the podcast. I'm here with my friend Spectre. That's his artist name. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Enjoying my chill day on Sunday here. All right. Yeah, I want to. We got to tell the, the peeps about our project we've been working on because I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah. Overall, it's called the Giving Ghosts Project, um, Giving Ghosts Music Festival. Last year I did it with some friends and uh, it turned out pretty nicely. We had had some music videos, had some performances, and it went so well that we wanted to do it again this year. But this time we're going to have a full length album, uh, 15, 16 songs, stream it all for free, download it, um, buy it, and all the proceeds. You can donate to the fundraising page. We'll go to charity to help support awareness of human trafficking and helping people learn about how to fight against human trafficking. So right. it's pretty pretty awesome project. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. So yeah, we're the Giving Ghosts, and uh, the name, I wanted to give a brief overview of the name. The meaning behind that is we're representing, honoring, and drawing strength from those who've gone before, and like advocating for the invisible and voiceless. That's pretty okay. clever. Yeah, thanks. I mean, you can kind of see how that relates, right, with what we've been talking about with human trafficking and... Right. Yeah, yeah let's go ahead and get into this song. So the song is called Conquer Me. It's got uh, uh, me and uh, Spectre. We collaborated. And also my friend Brandon, who I will probably be doing a recording with him as well. And like oh, was he the uh, opening little speech? Uh, no, that was actually just me. That was me. He does like the little, the little fills on the chorus. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. And he did, he did the, the guitar chords. That's what we layered the whole beat over. Oh, okay. I, so, I thought I heard some guitar work in there, but I wasn't sure who exactly recorded that. Yeah. Yeah. That was my friend, Brandon. We actually recorded that like forever ago. And just recently did we figure out like somewhere to go with it, you know, adding some other instruments to it. Right. That's cool. But I thought that you're, you, I uh, reached out to Spectre and asked him if he could do a drop a couple of verses on it. And I thought that turned out pretty sweet. Do you want to just kind of talk really quick about like the creative process for you or like the recording process? Any, anything that stands out? Uh, for me, I've done music stuff before, uh, but I'd never done anything with rap, at least in terms of recording and releasing my own songs. None of it really featured rap, but, you know, it wasn't like I had ever struggled with lyricism before. I was actually pretty good at random poetry projects in school. So I wasn't too worried about coming up with it. So I just ended up, unlike some other projects where I would write down the lyrics on my phone, this time I committed it to paper uh, just because I wanted to be able to like visualize and, you know, uh, kind of mark out the way the beat would flow because that's a big part of rap vocals is the rhythm, the timing and all that. And so I knew I was going to be making corrections to lyrics as I went. So I got it all written out on uh, paper. Oh, hold up one sec. Yeah. So like I said, I got it written down on paper. And then in terms of recording, I kind of recorded the lyrics, kind of performing them as I had written them. Because I didn't just, you know, write a whole bunch of poetry as, as I was writing them. I was making sure that they were performable and they had that I knew what the rhythm was. I actually looked up some other songs that had like rap vocals, you know, some Linkin Park stuff and kind of listened to how they do their layering and kind of copied that, double tracked the main vocals, did some 
like secondary vocals with like effects on them and then threw in some fills and whatnot. And the, from there, that pretty much encompassed all of the recording process for me. Yeah, that's cool. You know, one thing I noticed when you sent everything over was like, you seem to have a really good understanding of like, like you're really good at editing vocals and stuff. Like I was like, wow, they're like already done. And I just, I made a couple of adjustments, but like you had the fills, you had the effects and it sounded really nice. Like already, I just had to kind of mix it in a little bit. Yeah, so. it's it's really helpful when there are some presets that I would just kind of like match them up to what I wanted from, you know, whatever fill it was that I was doing, what impact I wanted it to have. And right. uh, I had some experience using these presets before in other projects. So I kind of had an idea how they would sound. Yeah, it sounded really nicely. Honestly, it was cool because... It was, I wasn't expecting someone to use that style of rap with that instrumental, but it turned out really nicely, honestly. Like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure. I guess you have to listen to the song, people who are listening to this, to get what I mean. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the lyrics. So we'll just kind of go through line by line. So we got Target on your back, following your tracks. Once I end your reign, I'm going to be the one who laughs. So that li- those lines really came from you kind of told me what the song was about. I kind of wanted to stay within that ballpark. So first two really are just painting the picture of you have a target on somebody and you're pursuing them. The line, once I end your reign, I'm be the one who laughs. Uh, that comes in reference to uh, some stuff that I had read in the, I want to say it was either uh, like Dragons Did They Fight or Armed with Righteousness, uh, which we may get more into, but uh, talking about people who've had some more, I guess, auditorial or more palpable experiences with the devil and whatnot. And also kind of a reference to like, say the song Master of Puppets from Metallica, which at the very end, it breaks out into like a whole bunch of different laughs uh, that the band performed or whatnot. And it's kind of a reverse of that. This line is like, once everything's all said and done, I'm going to be the one who comes out victorious. That's awesome. And no more voice inside your head. I'm going to be in yours instead. I tried so hard. I got so far. It matters in the end. It's deep within. It's in my skin. I go all in. I know I'll win. Can you elaborate on those a little bit? Yeah. So this one also is kind of playing off of the previous line, but leading into the next idea. The voice inside your head whether it be laughing or the one that's, you know, pushing you and putting thoughts there that, you know, you don't want or that are influencing you. And then once again, the reversal, I'm going to be in yours instead, being in somebody's head, kind of having the upper hand, you know, psyching them out because of, you know, whatever reputation and status you have. And then the next line is a reference to another band, this time Linkin Park. I'm sure most people understood the reference, trying hard, going far. But this time I put that it matters in the end uh, because I think, you know, effort, whether at first it doesn't necessarily succeed, it's still part of building character and it's the next step to the next attempt that every failed attempt is the next step and the next turning point that eventually leads you to the solution and to the breakthrough point. Then uh, the other ones, it's deep within, it's in my skin. I go all in, I know when. That all has to do with kind of the idea of 
warrior chemistry and the idea that, you know, uh, we do have the power within ourselves to do better, to fight back against negative influences and being able to have confidence in yourself. Yeah, I totally, I caught that reference. I was like, that's gotta be a Lincoln Park reference. Yeah. The, the voice inside your head, I'm being yours instead. That's really cool because I mean, yeah, there's a lot of voices like uh, Satan, his demons. They're just trying to bring us down. They're trying to, they're trying to speak defeat to us and all that. So I really vibe with that as well. Shoving it right back at him, shutting him down. I love that. So what were the next two lines on that? I've had to fall. I've lost it all. I'm left to crawl in fear and fall. That's a more of a reflection of stuff that's happened in the past, you know, that may get to you or at least got me to where I am now, kind of reflecting on where I've been and from there trying to learn from that and move forward into a better direction. That's cool. I don't know, for me and you both, I think addiction has been a, a part of our, our story. And right. so this story, this song really does relate to me and just kind of overcoming that in my past that spoke to me as well. So that, that's really cool. I don't want to misquote the next lines. Um, could you? Yeah, I, I got the lyrics here. So the next little stanza is like dragons did they fight and they held their swords of light. I'll follow in their steps as I'm fighting for the right. So that's uh, one of the names of the books. That's uh, part of the Sons of Helaman program. And it's a scriptural reference, uh, referencing the stripling warriors and the ferocity with which they fought. So it's somewhat multi-layered in that reference. Hmm. Held their swords of light, they fought. Uh, and then following in their steps as, as you're fighting for the right is kind of just looking to them as an inspiration yeah, because, you know, one of my favorite scriptures relates back to the stripling warriors, the fact that they were able to not lose anybody in battle. But one of the big parts of that was even though nobody died from that battle, that it says that a lot of them were very injured. And so uh, when that scripture was shared with me, it, I think, put into perspective that it's possible for all of us to, you know, break through any things that we're struggling with to move forward. But that doesn't mean that we're going to make it out easy. That doesn't mean that we're, gonna, we're not going to be left with some scars. But that is part of life and gaining experience and growing is uh, that there's growing pains. and uh, battle. Yeah, I like that a lot. We all are going to get wounded, so to speak. Yeah, we'll, we'll get wounded, but we can still be victorious in the end. Exactly. So next uh, stanza is, I found somewhere I've belonged. That's why I'm inside this song, my brother making statements as he fighting off the wrong. So kind of the sister stanza to the previous one. Once again, there's a Lincoln Park reference in there. The song Somewhere I Belong. And this one is Finding the Men of Moroni and Sense of Helaman program. There's obviously some very clear good that's come from it, including this song. Being able to be a part of this is pretty cool for me because it'll be like my first song that'll ever actually be on, say, Spotify, because up until this point, I've just been doing YouTube stuff. So it's cool that even if we just took it from a musical perspective, there's good that comes from this program. Yeah. And then uh, the line, my brother making statements as he fighting off the wrong. Very much similar line to how the previous stanza ended, but in this case, it's in reference to you, who obviously. Oh, hold up. Uh, 
already sorry about that. Uh, my dog heard all the commotion outside from Halloween stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, if I could comment on that real quick, though, just like that line, um, find somewhere where I belong. Like when I first, like in, re- in regards to the minimum run program, that was a game changer for me. <clears throat> Discovering the program, I'm, I'm sure you could probably speak to this as well. But yeah, that definitely was like finding somewhere I could belong because I could talk about my struggles and um, find ways to fight back and, and be united with other people who who were actively fighting against this and winning. And um, <clears throat> that kind of talks that goes into a little bit about the next slides a little bit, if I remember right, because you're talking about like uh, stripling warriors by my side. Yes. So uh, the line before it was, you know, talking about how you are actually making an effort to fight off the wrong because you're putting this project together and uh, found that pretty admirable. Uh, But yeah, next line is stripling warriors by my side. Yeah, we always come together. That's why I done wrote this rhyme so that we can all remember that is talking about the program and how we uh, are able to work together. And uh, this entire stanza as it's self-proclaiming is kind of a spelling out of the influence that we can have, uh, which is the next stanza. We all fight in this war to bring forth his work and glory and the light forevermore. All the demons flee before me. I love that. Ryan. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, able to come together and work uh work together in this war because you need multiple people uh to be fighting in a war for you to make any sort of effort uh this war is to you know bring forth the work and glory of the gospel bring forth the light and then at the end is kind of a reference to kind of ties it back up to the top the idea of that we have potentials that would be intimidating against the enemies we fight against. What was it that referenced that Moroni was, if all men were as mighty as Moroni, the very foundations of hell would shake. And I think that is something that we should really be striving for, is to be actively working to be an influence. Yeah, 100%, yeah. And uh, what was I thinking? I had a thought for a second. I'm losing it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just going to say that, like, I would encourage you guys, anybody who's listening to this, like you got to find yourself a good team, like someone that's going to be fighting with you, like, uh, Spectre here, all the other guys that some other friends I know we work together, we do good things like this and, uh, it does tremendous things for me individually. And so I'd recommend, you know, get together with the team, some people you can talk openly and uh, work together with. And, uh, yeah, I love the lyrics, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks. Honestly, yeah, I thought it really, really worked well with the music. It's amazing that we can do this collaboratively online, just kind of sending files back and forth. Yeah, I think this is definitely, for me, it's it's a bit of an expansion, I guess, for me. Obviously, in in terms of genre and sound, it's different from uh, a lot of stuff that I've done before, but it's not necessarily completely outside of my range, which I think was what I was trying to prove to myself, at least, is that, you know, I'm somewhat versatile because I think one of my biggest goals is to be almost have like a toolbox of different skills in terms of music that I can bring to the table. Because it's not helpful when you only have like, you have five people in a room and they all only play guitar versus, you know, you say they all play guitar, but each one of them also is versatile enough that they could fill in for drums or sing. And then you have a full band. Or just kind of filling in where the needs are. Yeah. I didn't want to 
I just was trying to make sure that I don't corner myself towards like, I only play guitar. That's all I'm good for. And if you don't have anything involving guitar, I'm not useful to you versus I can play guitar. I can do vocal stuff. And yeah, I think that influences as well where I'm going with uh, one of my next songs as well. So uh, yeah, it's constant effort for me. Right. Yeah. And I love that because it kind of brings back the whole team aspect. You know, we all got to fill in where, where maybe we're a little weak and, and also excel where we're strong too. Like you brought, you brought a lot of unique strengths to that song. Yeah. I do think you have a very versatile style. Like I was listening to that one damn demo you sent me really, really cool. you got all the different, a lot of different like genres mixed in. And so I commend you for that. And I'd love to continue working uh, with you in the future. If you want to be part of any, any more giving ghost release or anything like that. All right. Um, I guess let's go ahead and change gears real quick. So one of the biggest um, <clears throat> things that we're pushing for with this giving ghost music, this uh, album release, this collab album is we want to ask people to take the signs of human trafficking online training course. It's it's by this organization called Operation Underground Railroad. And it's just like it says, it's a, a training, takes about an hour. It helps you recognize signs of abuse, signs of human trafficking. And uh, we've been asking all of the musicians on the album to, to take it. And we also want to ask the listeners to as well. I took it several months ago. And honestly, it's helped me so much to be more aware because there's so much stuff out there that you don't realize could be a sign, but you just got to look out for it and maybe potentially do a lot of difference in someone's life. You took that recently. What was your experience doing that training? Uh, I think for me, uh, just having taken it today, for me, it was enlightening was I think the word that I used in that it's something that I feel like most people would be in support of being aware and being able to help with very real problem. But it's, I feel like it's an issue that oftentimes people feel like they can't help because they don't know enough or don't feel like they have quite the resources to make a difference. And I think just by taking this training, I feel like I know a lot more about the subject and would, like you said, I feel like I'd be more aware of anything that may be something that I should I don't want to necessarily say you don't necessarily want to protrude on too much. You don't want to intrude, excuse me, but you also want to be able to be there and be available for anyone who needs help getting away from something like that. Because uh, I think as well, one of the big things that keeps people stuck in a cycle like that is the feeling that no one can help them. And in turn, the cycle is perpetuated when people feel like they can't help. And so by getting one side of this effort, the general public educated and actively aware of things like this, I think will really help to cut down on uh, this plague. Yeah, well said. Well said, for sure. I was talking with um, my friend Andrew in a, a podcast we recorded last week. It's probably on Spotify or all of the streaming services by the time we listen to this. And we were just talking about how human trafficking, it's, it's kind of sad, but it's all around us and how it's in our communities and whether we realize it or not. And so we need to be more, more aware of how to recognize it. And uh, like you said, if, if we can do something to help somebody out of that and help them not feel powerless, you know, we, got, we got to do it. So yeah, thanks again for taking that training. And um, anybody who's listening, please, please take it. It's free and uh, it will help you to be more powerful in your community, have more of an influence. 
real quick, I wanted to talk a little bit just briefly about Operation Underground Railroad. Operation Underground Railroad is this incredible organization. They currently support operation and aftercare, like rescue efforts to rescue people trapped in, in trafficking in over 22 countries and 34 US, U.S. states. Let's see, in 2019, 2020 was kind of a weird year, so we won't we'll right. skip but. <laughs> But in 2019, they reported 3,180 victims rescued. Aftercare provided for over 3,000 survivors. Oh, I can't talk. Sorry. Um, 1,740 traffickers arrest, arrested and 840 rescue operations. That's, in, that's just in 2019. And they've been doing this for years. In 2020, they reported their 4,000 survivor rescued. So they're doing awesome things. You can look them, look them up at ourrescue.org, learn all about what they're doing. And uh, we'll have a fundraising page set up you can donate to. I mean, if you don't have any money to donate, the trading is awesome. We want you to do that regardless. But if you do have some funds to spare, we're trying to fund a whole rescue operation. That's our goal. So I just wanted to talk about that really briefly and uh, encourage you to check that out. I think... For me, when I found out about what this song was a part of and what it was uh, in support of, that was what prompted me to think about any way that I could really support or try and put in my own efforts as well. Like you mentioned earlier, the demo that I sent over was part of that kind of inspiration of possibly being able to contribute in some way, whether it's this album, which is in support of Operation Underground Rail Railroad, or taking the test like I did today, is also part of really supporting very cool programs such as this. You know, I'm excited to see how this will turn out. Like, hopefully, we can help a lot of people. This right. can be a ripple effect. This can spread to friends of friends of family. So, those for those of you listening, share this with everybody you can. Uh, the album it's going to be called Giving Ghosts drops Thanksgiving Day. So share this podcast, and when the album drops, go ahead and, and jam Conquer Me. That's the name of the song that we <laughs> stream the whole album, share it with lots of people, and remember to share the message. You know, this is about helping people escape human trafficking through education, through funding rescue operations. You can make a difference. Any, yeah. any final thoughts about that? Yeah, I think people, uh, we as a, a general public, can have more influence than we oftentimes think uh, because we often don't realize what strength we have in numbers. And so exactly what you said, share this with people because that's the way that we're going to make the most influence is through working together as a team for the greater good. Yeah, amen, brother. Let's stand together, stripping lawyers. <laughs> get them demons out of our lives let's, let's crush them awesome well yeah thanks again for being on the podcast thanks for listening everybody uh, I think we'll just close out now and uh, we'll catch you again next time yeah we always come together that's why I don't want this so that we can all remember we'll fight